This is a recording of the panel conversation Impact, a conversation about artistic citizenship and entrepreneurship as guidelines in arts education. The panelists are Inger Eilersen, teacher of the Danish National School of Performing Arts and head of the artistic research project Imagine the Future at the MA in Scenic Art, Kim Boskov, teacher and researcher at the Rhythmic Music Conservatory in Copenhagen, and Christina Rosendahl, film director, activist and chair of the board of Kulturens Analyse Institute. The session was hosted by Camille Overgaard and Peter Brun. So, uh, welcome to this uh, panel session uh, under the headline Impact, where we will be talking about uh, artistic entrepreneurship and artistic citizenship. And my name is Peter, I'm, uh, I'm employed here at the, the uh, Royal Academy of Music, and I'm hosting this together with uh, Camilla, who's sitting there. We just thought that uh, there was no need for both of us to, to, uh, to be down here. Um, and and uh, we have a panel consisting of Kim Boskov from the Rhythmic Music Conservatory, Christina, from Christina Rosendale from uh, the Danish School of Film, is that the name? Uh, the the, 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 uh, I don't know if I'm from the National Film School. The National Film School. Uh, actually, I'm just a film director. Okay, Teaching yeah. at the, na- teach National, at the National Film School, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you're just a film, yeah. film director, yeah. yeah, yeah. And we have Inga Eilersen from the Danish National School of Performing Arts. The Danish National School of Performing Arts. Yeah, yeah. So, but um, but just uh, before before the I, I give the panel the, uh, a chance to present themselves a little further. Uh, I think it could be interesting to ask if everybody here uh, knows what artistic citizenship and artistic entrepreneurship means. No. <laughs> no. Uh, I don't either. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but hopefully we will we'll be will also be, be clearing that up and, and, and maybe it's also it's not sort of uh, uh, maybe it's not on equivocal. I mean maybe maybe there are several <laughs> several um, approaches to, to what the concepts mean and, and, and I guess we'll we'll be discussing that also. But initially I would like to give the panel uh, a chance to present themselves and maybe uh, say, I mean, briefly, what do these concepts mean in your practice, in your research, in your teaching? Uh, so maybe if, if you would uh, start, Kim? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, hi all, I'm Kim and I am assistant professor at the Rhythmic Music Conservatory, as, as Peter said, um, where I teach uh, music education and also research. Uh, in, um, I'm a PhD from the Norwegian Academy of Music and my research interests um, mostly revolve around um, how uh, musical participation uh, can be a tool for social transformation and social change uh, in different ways. So that is sort of my, my main research interest. And, um, and right now I am uh, also conducting a, a research study um, around the uh, municipal music and art schools, the system of, of music and art schools that we have in Denmark, um, and um, uh, trying to understand how these institutions are um, uh, being democratized, how they can become arenas for what I then term artistic citizenship. Um, so if I'm to briefly explain uh, how I see this term, I think it's very interesting uh, term, uh, and it's very interesting to see how it came into the um, uh, our uh, art schools, the art institutions. How a lot of art schools at the same time grabbed onto this term artistic citizenship uh, and put it in, in their strategies, uh, and um, nobody really knew what is what it meant, and still uh, probably doesn't know what that term means. Um, so, is it some kind of buzzword, or is it some kind, some some way of uh, legitimizing what we are doing in order to show the society uh, the importance of art and and our institutions and art education in general? Um, uh, but I think if if we look to to uh, to literature and how how uh, this term is how how it's being discussed, 
It is something to do with the uh, artist uh, being responsible and responsive to the world around them. Um, so uh, educating uh, for, for us as institutions to educate uh, students to become artistic citizens is educating students to become responsible and responsive to the needs uh, and to the to the uh, general uh, issues and, and, and well-being of people around them and the society around us. Um, but when I uh, that I see that as sort of one dimension of this term, but I think there's another interesting way of talking about artistic citizenship, which is that. As artists and as uh, cultural institutions, uh, we should not only be concerned of how we are um, becoming artistic citizens, but also providing opportunities for all people in our societies to uh, exercise their citizenship through the arts. So that could be seen as another dimension of what artistic citizenship could mean, that all people get access to um, and opportunities for participating in artistic practices in order to exercise their membership of the society and in order to express themselves, in order to influence the decision-making, uh, in order to uh, create the society uh, and, and the communities they live in. So I see those two dimensions as, as uh, interconnected really and and this is also where I draw the connection to uh, artistic entrepreneurship because in order for us to function as artistic citizenships in the world and in order for us to provide the opportunities for other people to become uh, citizens through the art, um, we need new practices, new formats, new ways of engaging with people and with art. And uh, I see a great potential for, for our institutions to, to work in this field because, of course, there's a lot of things uh, to be um, um, understood and a lot of practices to be developed uh, around these issues. Um, so I think this is really exciting times for us to, to grab onto to this term, not just use it as some kind of legitimacy in order for the politicians to keep funding what we do, but actually in order for our institutions to change the way we uh, see our own connection to the society and to the world around us and our uh, fundamental uh, mission for our purpose of what we're doing. So that was not maybe that brief, but uh, <laughs> my take on this. And it was very, um, how do you say, informative. Mm. Yeah, and, may and maybe, um, I don't know if you mentioned that, but uh, the Rhythmic Music Conservatory actually runs a center called the Center for Research in Artistic Citizenship, right? Yes, that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> which is an international, uh, well-connected uh, yeah, research center. Okay, thank you. Christina? Yeah, um, so I, I'm a film director uh, and working in, in documentary and feature films, and I have an artistic research project at the National Film School where I'm developing my own um, method of uh, film uh, development. Uh, and I'm, I'm looking at a, a, a way of uh, stopping the hierarchy of the film production model uh, momentarily and creating a co-creation moment in that uh, otherwise sort of super stressed, uh, pressed economically uh, on all levels, uh, pressured the process that filmmaking is. And, and besides that, I'm also newly appointed head of, uh, or chair of the board at the new, the, the, the non, not even existing uh, Institute for uh, Cultural Analysis in Denmark. And we're starting up uh, very, very exciting. Um, I, I, I actually had, I think I will, tell you some personal um, insight of a process that I had a few years ago, um, also because I just agree with everything that you just said. I, I just <laughs> want you to be on the panel and just listen to you and sit down there. <laughs> so I have to do something else now. Um, so I think, uh, okay, so I grew up uh, in a dysfunctional family. My father was an alcoholic and that means that I have 
in my in my backpack a lot of uh, 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 knowledge about uh, psycho psychological uh, mechanisms uh, uh, and and sort of sensitivity towards characters. Uh, but I also have a lot of sort of self-doubt uh, and uh, yeah, um, a kind of uh, feeling of loneliness and, uh, and, and then a huge anger also. Uh, anger towards the doctor who turned my mother down when, when she was beaten up. Uh, anger towards the people at, at my school who did not see uh, how fucked up we were in the family. Uh, uh, angry at uh, the Danish, the Danish uh, National Film School for letting me now, and this is, and I'm, I'm victim blaming the film school now, <laughs> for trying to, for six years to get into the film school, being rejected three times, and uh, okay, so I have a lot of, of anger, right? <laughs> so 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 I have I've had to fight my way also because I'm a I'm a woman, uh, be wanting to become a director. So there's a, there's a lot of barriers I I I'm really connected to in my in my upbringing and also in my grown-up educational uh, trajectory so um in 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 2013 i started up a documentary project uh shooting uh scenes in a shelter for domestic violence here in copenhagen which is a very famous house called Danahusel. and uh it, this film took five years to create it was of course a very um, a hard place to get into because these people were in life danger. So, so when when at the end of the editing process, when that film was finished, uh, me and my producer uh, and I will go into this process in in detail in the session that we have in the afternoon. I will give a lecture on on how you can create change, use art to create change. Like in detail, I will share all my do's and don'ts later on. But now you just have the quick overview. So we were. Uh, looking at a film that was a problem film about f women being beaten uh, uh, and we just knew okay this film is going to be uh, put into some kind of corner it doesn't have the it, ha it didn't have the driving force to become something kind of like commercial success da -da 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 -da. so we asked ourselves uh, can we use this film in another for another purpose than just the, the, the classical sort of release of the film and so um, we hired a, a, a press strategist, lobby lady, uh, publicist, and made a strategy. And uh, the first thing she did was to interview all the NGOs concerning women's rights and asking them, what is the biggest barriers in your uh, fields to your work? And everybody, which is women, uh, equality, violence, uh, etc. And, and they all unanimously said that, that the problem that they faced was that only violence that was uh, visible from bruises was accepted. And since that's only one part of the, of the violence uh, sort of uh, categories, uh, that meant that they were really not facing success in their work. So we, used, uh, we decided to use the film to um, communicate the concept of psychological violence uh, because that is the most uh, sort of uh, dominant uh, category of violence. And then we, we made a strategy in order to create a change in the penal law in Denmark because the penal law says that violence is, is not legal, but it didn't say anything about the psychological violence. And I believe that, that in order to give this problem prestige, we need to head for a change in the penal law, Strafelon. And so we did the work that we, we, we fulfilled the strategy and um, the film came out in November 2018 in the cinemas. It didn't sell a lot of tickets, but it was sold also to national TV. And then um, we, uh, I was shooting a feature film uh, in Hungary in the, in the spring and then suddenly it comes up this uh, news that uh, the parliament had voted, everybody had voted for this new law and that was coming into uh, reality on uh, April 1st, 2019. So that was less than half a year after the film. Mm -hmm. 
So I'm not taking uh, the honor and the responsibility for this process, but I'm using it as an example of how uh, a piece of art uh, uh, can be used to um, sort of uh, create a change in society. Um, and, and the good thing was that, um, that I also learned the concept of constructive uh, anger. And we can talk about we can talk about this a little bit later, right? Because there's also, there's also destructive anger, right? So um, yeah, I have lots of say about schooling and stuff, but I think that's enough for now. Thank you, thank you very much. And let also that be an encouragement, of course, to to join us again this afternoon, where uh, Christina will tell more about this project. So thank you. So Ina. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. I feel very at home in the words that I've heard. And um, I can tell you that I'm educated the stage director from Danish National Theatre School that was called something else back then um, in 89. So that's really many years. Then I've been teaching at the Danish uh, National Theatre School for 22 years. And uh, 21 of these years, I've been responsible for the director's education. Um, and uh, beside that, the later years, I've been doing a lot of uh, documentary theater. So I feel mm -hmm. very parallel to what you are talking about uh, at uh, a place called Contact uh, at Edison Theater in Frederiksberg. That is a social economical uh, platform for mainly young people, but sometimes also elder people that um, tell stories around a certain topic. And topics I've been working with have been like uh, now grown-up uh, children from divorced parents, children who have been uh, placed in foster care or in homes when they grew up because of uh, alcohol or sickness or whatever. Um, sexuality, uh, all, always these uh, topics that uh, can have heavy burdens with them. And uh, I have kind of a parallel story to what your story, when we, when we were working with um, these uh, grown-up children from foster homes and um, other homes, uh, we had people from that was educating social workers to see the performance and one who was head of educating social workers was saying my god i have to change my my perspective and how i do things now because the, the children often felt that their voices were never heard in these cases it was the parents that were heard and then a year later made a further uh, says we will have a, much, a lot bigger focus on this area about children uh, in in bad positions and when should they be taken. Mm -hmm. It's only a drop. We maybe have influenced somebody, but that's also a way to work at this. Um, and then, because we are all working institu in institutions that traditionally have a very strong hierarchical structure, and the power is one person's vision that a lot of other people are going to serve. Um, I've been very occupied in developing a method I call artistic response um, that has to do with everybody who's part of uh, creating the material in the very beginning can open a space where we not talk about what we want to do, but we do what we want to do, and then talk about it afterwards. And we use our bodies, our material, our um, aesthetic to start the dialogue, because that's where we're strong. We're not strong in communicating. Mm -hmm. If we to say, we, may, we paint this room yellow, you're thinking a very bright yellow, and I'm thinking a very douce yellow, and we come <laughs> and see the room, and what? I didn't think that, <laughs> you know? So, so when we do it, then we can talk about it. And we have the same, um, uh, it's in Danish we call it bevistelslandskab, uh, conscious, the same 
common knowledge, and through that common knowledge, we can uh, move forward and understand each other. Um, I, my latest uh, artistic research project is called Imagining the Future, and here we have kind of been thinking of the product as secondary and the workspaces as primary. So the um, artistic product uh, may or may not uh, appear after, like if you set up a workspace that you dream of doing, or you do another workspace and we all enter in it. It gives, a, a, I think, a very deep knowledge in who you are as an artistic person and your interests and how you work. And it's also because these work processes that, that exist within the arts can be very, very hard and people break down and we have conflicts. And, and if you do this uh, long life, you get broken. Um, mm -hmm. So how can you create some kind of environment with some certain methods that kind of serve a kind of collective method and uh, what I often hear my students talking about is that uh, who is deciding? And mm. to get to the understanding that somebody is always deciding something, but it doesn't have to be one person that decides the whole, the whole time. Maybe it can be chopped up in pieces and yeah. in different... Uh, so this is my core interest. And in the midst, midst of that, um, is uh, I always thought my major task was to help students develop their their own voice. Some, sometimes a student do something and they cannot see that it's brilliant or it's magical or it's uh, strong because they used to do it. So they don't see the uniqueness that lies within them. And I always find that this is the most important task to develop this. And uh, just to round it off, uh, by opening these workspaces, by having students working like that, I now see some of my students, uh, like a group now have been going to Greenland and look upon our colonization, and they want to do theater about it, and they have started projects about it, uh, for example, in order to uh, connect and another group uh, called uh, How to Kill a Dog look upon the woman and the, uh, the woman's placement in society and that uh, feminism doesn't have to be uh, asexual or uh, it's, they kind of embrace the whole situation that the woman stands in today in a very charming and uh, beautiful way. <laughs> so uh, I see through, through encouraging opening the, their own creative voices, they start to reach out to these topics that is uh, impeding, uh, burning within the students. We have students, they cannot not think about uh, all the topics that they are going to meet in the world that comes from the future. So, uh, yeah. That was a little bit of this. Well, thank you. This is very good. I, we, yeah. we got. Uh, uh, I get a, I, I guess we got a, a very good definition or a very good explanation of the concept from Kim, and we got some very good examples of practice from both of you. So this is a very good, uh, very good start for the discussion. Um, and um, of course, we uh, we the over the overall uh, theme or uh, sort of uh, purpose of this conference is to look at the. These, uh, these seven art schools as uh, cultural institutions. What, what can they be as cultural institutions in the future? And uh, artistic citizenship, artistic entrepreneurship under the headline impact is part of this. What can, what can these institutions mean as cultural institutions in the future? And uh, uh, I think one of the, to open this panel and open the discussion, I think one of the first questions, of course, that we, can, we could address is that, that, that they are I mean, these institutions are educational institutions, and so where we educate future artists and 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 and, and pedagogues, of course, also. But but uh, but uh, but uh, traditionally, 
They have been institutions where the whole admission process and also the, uh, I mean, the, to, to a large extent, the education process is about developing your talent. I mean, the, the admission process is, as you experience, painfully <laughs> sort of focused on your talent and, uh, and your sort of uh, aspirations and your uh, sort of, uh, and your, uh, what do you call it, your, your possibilities of becoming a great artist sometime in the future. Uh, and, and, um, and actually also, I mean, the, I guess that these educations kind of promise you that I mean, if you study here, you will, you are allowed to, to, to sort of just immerse yourself in your own talent and, 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 and your own, uh, your own artistic process. And now, I mean, we, we are, we are saying that, that you should also be an artistic citizen. You should, you should promote artistic citizenship. You should also be an artistic entrepreneur. Um, so, so is there a conflict there? Now, uh, let's see how we, how we, how we formulated this question in, a, in sort of a, 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 an organized way. So, so the question I, I would like to ask you is, is how, how can the art schools integrate artistic citizenship and artistic entrepreneurship in their education programs? Because uh, of course we can have this idea that from, from, an, from a political standpoint or from a, from a, from a sort of general standpoint that we should integrate this in our institutions, but how can we integrate them in, in the educational programs? And which challenges do you see? Do you see here? And is there a need for a new type of artistic education programs? I mean, uh, other other types of education is that the one we we have now? Yeah, Ina? Mm, I see there's a big conflict between the elitist education that our educations are, and then if you have uh, everyday experts coming in not being very good at the flute or whatever, if you have to collaborate. <laughs> um, so I, I find it kind of uh, problematic that the craft is so, it is very necessary in our education, but it's also in conflict with uh, doing the other work, the mm -hmm. work that reached out, that set the political agenda. And uh, as for our school, they are now we, they, I say, because there's a lot of new people coming in, are trying to do it almost like, like a production school now, because there have been some reports and what are we going to do with all this artistic research and why should we do it and it comes a lot academic and all these voices. They are trying to create a really strong craftsmanship at the bachelor with the idea of a candidate uh, can be more reaching out. Um, the problem is that there's not money for everybody to go on the candidate. candidate. So I think this is a very big conflict. And maybe I think it could be nice if there also was other kind of artistic educations that is not so craft-based, but is more like voice uh, what is my voice? What is my art? Mm -hmm. And then the craft come after. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe cross-disciplinary or something like that. Mm -hmm. well, that was a very direct answer. Mm -hmm. actually. I mean, that, 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 that there may be need for a new type of education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I was just, I, I was just thinking. Um, it, because I, not, because I'm, I come from the film art yeah, yeah, yeah. domain and and since we are collaborating a lot so so this the idea of craft is is sort of spread out over more people right so so a lot of the work that we do uh is 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 collaborating in different uh sec sections mm -hmm. of the process so um I think one of I, I, I think I definitely the needs. I mean, uh, when I teach at the, I just finished two, two uh, uh, courses at the film school teaching, and um, uh, this, it just last two, this month. Um, and um, I think that you know what I feel from teaching because I'm not a I had a, I haven't been trained as a teacher, but I think what works when I teach is that I teach method. And we, we explore the idea of method, like and and we and I and I and I am very um, ambitious with each student individually, 
in them sort of discovering what kind of method is helping you specifically you know what what is it that you carry in your backpack mm -hmm. so let's say for example um so i can use myself as an example so when you when you grow up with abuse you will have a tendency to step a little take a step inside yourself and that's a problem when you have to work as an artist because you need to make a living and you all this and also in the film it's there's a lot of co competition and money so you have to sort of step back into the reality and also take one more step in order to get the um, the funding right and and so 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 that means that for me i have a method that will help me take the step back into the world and also a step further out mm -hmm. right because I, I i don't carry that from beginning so and i and i can see that 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 idea of teaching method that responds to the students and and it also destroys all the sort of philosophical uh, discussions that they have at the film school about, you know, then the students, they don't like the idea of, of the, the word entrepreneurship. They don't like that word. Yeah. They also they also don't like the idea of, of teaching them leadership. So, so leadership is a bad word, but teaching method, that c connects because I think it also is a word that has to do with mm -hmm. the, the artistic practice. So, so there's a lot of, of thing in the, uh, you know, I think there's a big uh, job to be done with you know the the way we talk about these things the, the wording of it and also just one thing before i give the word to you is that one thing i discovered with myself was because i always meet this when we talk about artistic citizenship you know it now do i have to become a politician or can i be, be can i just be a, the, the artist that I, mm -hmm. I i originally planned to be or this is what i love and and i think that you know for myself i found out that that um that these are two parallel sort of uh, paths, and and uh, and and what I do is uh, that I, I will jump from each one to back and forth, mm -hmm. and so I will I will say okay now I will work and I have created a method where I'm not discussing too much what is the impact on on society from this project that I have, but now I'm I'm really sort of forcing myself into an experimental way of filmmaking mm -hmm. development, so that's one method here. And then I have developed another method for the social impact. And, and I don't think that, that, that I need to sort of be the face of both of them, right? And so, so what I, I, I think that the, what makes sense for me is to change the idea of the artwork, so, so the oeuvre, right? So the artwork for me is not only the film that comes out in the cinema. The artwork for me is also the other sort of project that is that is connected and maybe maybe and that's this is what i tell the students that that if you can identify another project which has to come from the vision of the idea originally you know why are you doing this film why are you telling this story what is it what kind of emotions do you want to explore together with the audience but but uh, but maybe you can have other people fronting that process over here so you don't have to become a debates person or someone who has to word all these uh, ambitions mm. right yeah that's interesting because i mean it's it's uh, it's almost sort of has a connection to sort of old-fashioned activism mm. <laughs> in the sense that you say that that uh, that the artwork is also the impact mm. that it that it may have uh, yeah. yeah okay thank you yeah i think i, I think the uh, my best the contribution to this uh, question or best answer would be to to talk about some of the things that we are working with at our institution with um, uh, a new uh, course that we are doing uh, on our bachelor's uh, program uh, for for our performing and, and, and uh, composition students. Um, they are all having a, a semester for doing projects in partnerships with uh, organizations, people from uh, outside the institutions, from, from the real world. Um, and they are doing uh, these projects as um, uh, an in integration between uh, artistic development, uh, music education and entrepreneurship. So that's sort of the, uh, the three uh, domains that come together in this subject. And they, uh, the, the task for them is to uh, put their artistic and educational uh, skills, capabilities into play in response to some kind of 
uh, issue or need or theme that they themselves are interested in, but that they also see this is something that, that resonates and this is something that is important for some, someone else out there in the society. So I think it, it, it also resonates really well with, with what you are you're saying that there's a lot coming uh, right now from the students, a lot of engagement in different issues in the world. So how can we uh, give them a platform for using their artistic uh, approaches, artistic methods, artistic capabilities uh, to engage with these issues and develop new ways of, of responding to the world. So, so we call this uh, equip uh, uh, this, and, and we have uh, this afternoon, if you come back to this session, we have a student from our institution, Gustavo, who's, who's right here, uh, who's uh, going to, to tell about his equip project that's going on right now, uh, a really interesting project um, that I really think you should come and hear about. Um, <laughs> But, but I think the, the, what we're learning as an institution right now is that this way of being an artist in the world is, is actually redefining, as you also hinted at, uh, Peter, with, with our entry exams and the way we think about who are we, uh, who are going into our schools and who are we letting out of our schools. We are actually seeing that in a totally different light now and, and having a lot of discussions about what should our entry exams be uh, in order to, um, uh, to broaden our ideas of what an artist is and what an how an artist uh, functions in the society, what kind of uh, processes, what kind of, uh, yeah, what kind of context do an artist work with. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so this has really changed a lot for us. This is the first time we do it, so we are still really in a process of learning what, what this would mean for our education and for our students. Um, but I see this as a very important step in uh, becoming an institution that in, in which these kind of um, connections between uh, the artist as an auteur and the artist as an engaged citizen and that we make some connections that make sense for our students and for ourselves and for our society. Um, so, so, we, yeah, so we find those kind of connections or bridges in which that's not totally different parts of our lives and of our skill set, but that we actually put our artistic and educational capabilities and skills into play um, to, to make some change in the world and, in, in, and, and make new art products that, that kind of new art processes that, that can produce uh, good things in the world. Yeah. Okay, so that's very interesting because mm -hmm. you're actually saying that it, it does influence, of course, the way you, you, you design your, your programs, but also in, in the way you look at, I mean, actually you, you look upon talent in a slightly different way than maybe you would normally I, I think we're, we're beginning to do that, yeah. yeah, we, are, yeah. We, are, we are looking for a, a, a broader set of talents, you yeah, could yeah, say, yeah. because of course it's still fundamental uh, that kind of artistic skill that we are uh, looking for, that kind of artistic expression that we're looking for yeah. in our students, that's, of course that's still a very fundamental part of, of uh, uh, being educated as an artist, mm -hmm. but we are beginning to see that that there's there's a broad range of skills that are necessary in order to have a sustainable uh, life as an artist, uh, and um, and the question of course is, uh, what do we look for at the entry exam, mm -hmm. and what do we bring to the students? Mm -hmm. uh, because it's not necessarily so that that we should. Uh, take in those students that are already engaged in specific ways and already have these, uh, already doing that kind of artistic citizenship. Uh, but maybe we should, maybe we should look for some, something different than, than we do today. Mm -hmm. So, so that's still a, an open discussion, I think. It could be really interesting also to talk about that across uh, our, uh, our different institutions, mm -hmm. how we, how we uh, think about that. I yeah. think that, that could be really interesting. Yeah. Very much. Inge, you had a comment also? Yeah, just come to think about that um, in Zurich they have a nine-month program, educational program called Artist in Lab. So 
artist move to Novo Nordisk or to geodynetics uh, or whatever kind of scientific field that do some exploration and then being there they will end up with some kind of artistic piece based on that program artist in lab uh, in Zurich and I myself have been working with uh, I, my first artistic research project was called human migration where I worked together with um, a geodynetic a PhD students for geodynetics because um, <laughs> That was just in 15 when this big migration wave came and everybody was like this, mm -hmm. but within geogenetic science, migration is necessary for human race to survive. Mm -hmm. So it was interesting to try to, to connect with this. And this PhD student I was working with, he came with an article he had uh, done for the science medicine, rights of writing. And, um, it's so difficult to access these scientific data. He turned it into a rap instead. <laughs> and is it actually possible to gain access to the scientific data that scientists really want to convey to the world through art? Yeah. Maybe one last thing. I mean, we will also I mean, open this discussion so you can, can contribute. Uh, but, but maybe one last question you touched upon it, Kim. I mean, that it's, it, it is interesting to, to talk about this across the institutions and, 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 uh, and that means also across the different art forms, of course. And now we have, I mean, we have theatre, we have film, we have uh, music. And I don't know if anyone is here from, uh, who's uh, working in fine arts. Uh, great. So, <laughs> so, so, but do you see, I mean, do you see, I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean my immediate sort of, uh, Thought would be that that uh, of course music and music and theatre they are sort of from the outset very very uh, social <laughs> and very uh, very sort of um, uh, communicative and very uh, collective forms of uh, of art. Whereas film film maybe I mean traditionally has more focus on the auteur as you as you also touched upon, and 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 fine arts maybe something com completely different. I mean do do you see? I mean, of course, you're, you 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 only have your own perspective, but but do you see? I mean, that there are differences or or, or similarities. I mean, is there, can, can you do you have any comments on that? I mean, you don't have to have, but <laughs> in what? I mean, is there? I mean, I mean, is, is I mean, we're talking about this very generally. Uh, yeah. But 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 is there is there a, uh, are there any differences between between what you can do within? Within theatre, within music, within within uh, filmmaking, within fine arts, are, are, are we regarding are we are we, are we, diff are we different? I mean, our, our our approach to artistic citizenship would that be different, or or, or in, in what way can it be? Can 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 there be connections? Yeah, Christina. I I, I don't have much to say about that, but I, I but but my intuition tells me that it's it is it is fundamentally not that different. No. Uh, I, I believe it's not because yeah, I think yeah. that you know creating art is uh, communicating something mm -hmm. that you're struggling with and and whatever format that is of course will change the method yeah. but I think that just fundamentally it's the same so I think there's a lots of knowledge to be shared here yeah. but I think also it asks the question of uh, the, of the of the art schools and and uh, and and also I hope that the next year that this conference will be uh, uh, the the uh, the art sector uh, inspiring the educational sector on a broader level. I mean, we should have schools and gymnasium. We should have other schools here. Then, yeah. But but that's but I, I think that is also asked the question of, of you know also what you talked about with recruiting. You know, because I think that that uh, I, I I disagree with uh, with recruiting the best. I mean, the whole idea of the best. I just I don't, why don't we just Recruit, recruit the most energetic, or recruit the most uh, uh, provocative, or mm -hmm. have other other ways of looking at the talent. Mm -hmm. uh, I had a very interesting discussion with Fia Ambo, who's uh, co-leading the documentary department at the Danish Film School, on the phone a month ago, and she said, "What would happen if instead of recruiting the best film talents, we just recruited people with a case?" 
and we create, a, we, we teach them how to make films. I mean, it's not that hard to make films. <laughs> it is not, everybody's doing it. It's of, of course, and if you do it a lot, you become better. And of oh, course, yeah. some people are extremely good, but we don't need extremely good. No, no. Uh, yeah. yeah. Interesting, very interesting point, yeah. yeah. Um, I also experienced that we have a lot of different lines at uh, the theater school, light, sound, uh, direction, scenography, mm -hmm. and so on that the students, they actually would rather do it all than just doing the craft. So I again think it's a question about craft and uh, to have something burning issue uh, that you can do together. This group I talked about before that talk about colonization, they are a director, a scenographer, um, a light person and a, a management person, but they all perform they, but they are not educated actors, so there's a mm -hmm. wish to be able to do it all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and our recruitment is craft recruitment mm -hmm. again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. think it's, it's really interesting because it's not that hard to make music either. And, uh, <laughs> and, we, and, and we also see our students doing it all. We see them uh, performing, composing, producing and and organizing and, and uh, doing everything um, and working together with uh, with journalists or actors or filmmakers or uh, and stuff like that. So so I think there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of interesting discussions uh, to to have in in that sense. Uh, and I also think that that uh, that we have to open up. And I think this is also in, in terms of now we're also talking about our institutions as cultural institutions. We really have to to open up to see what kind of what what will happen if we see ourselves more as part of a broader ecosystem. Um, and and uh, are much more able to to uh, take in and respond to what is going on around us, mm -hmm. and to take responsibility for uh, the younger generations and <laughs> older generations as well, and not just um, being very focused on the talented few, but instead really see ourselves. Okay, what would it mean for our institutions to go work with a, a specific? community or municipality somewhere, what kind of change can we make and how can it change our institution? Different ways of thinking ourselves as, as actors in the society. Uh, and I think that's, that, that's actually connected to, to how we see uh, our students, how we see ourselves as, as educators and how we see ourselves as, as institutions. All of those issues, they are, they are really connected and have, have they, they have a potential for changing a lot of things about how we function. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. Um, we have now, for the first time, made a diversity uh, board at our school, and uh, it's been needed for a long time. Uh, working with these, uh, I've been working with a lot of people from a other background than the Danish background, a lot of these people, they don't even know that these art uh, educations exist because mm -hmm. all their parents want them to be engineers, lawyers or doctors. Mm -hmm. So how I, I wish that we had a sum of money that were given to people that can go out in the world that doesn't know about these mm -hmm. educations and help them to get access to the schools and I think this is a big challenge. I hope we could pull some money together to get some ambassadors to go out in the world. Okay, but these are very interesting uh, points and I think, I mean, um, I think you maybe said it, maybe said it sort of most directly, I mean it's not that hard to make music. I mean this is also about breaking down hierarchies and, and uh, and uh, I guess that these institutions for many years have been sort of uh, projecting the image to the world that we do something that's very, very difficult. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> I mean, you said that, um, <clears throat> that uh, maybe we could, uh, we could, I mean, we could, uh, we could admit anyone who has a case and then we could teach them to make film. I mean, 
also suggesting it's not that hard to make to make film actually. <laughs> and and as you say, everybody can act in a way. I mean, because they're, they're not actors, but they're acting anyway. So it's it's. I guess it's it's also about breaking down hierarchies also from from within. Mm-hmm. So we have about uh, I mean, little less than ten than ten minutes left. So maybe maybe there's someone uh, someone else who has uh, has something to remark or to to ask. Yes. I just want to provoke him with a very short question to provoke the three of you. One word, one term you didn't use was graphic manager. Why didn't you use that term? Oh, I could have. Oh <laughs> 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 my! Um, Christina says she doesn't want to be a politician. She wants to be a film director. Uh, what you're talking about is the need to learn or acquire the the, the competences as a project manager. Um, yeah, I think that is one of the many competences that that is needed for an artist. Uh, um, Along a, a, a long range of, of, of uh, a long list of other skills. Um, yeah. I can say everybody at the, uh, at the theatre school are educated in artistic entrepreneurship and also the management of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anybody else? Yeah. Thank you. I think it's absolutely fascinating what you've been uh, addressing. And one part that I got was to get your reflections on the difference between doing good and doing good art. Because I think you're touching upon it in in terms of of actually broadening and Christina, you've all touched upon it. Um, But in the keynote, it kind of says that he all of a sudden uses the word good art and then he says, yeah, I know I'm now judging. And, and, and you're also, uh, you're, talk, you're talking about looking at talent very differently, breaking down the hierarchies. And you're talking about the line from transitioning from craft, craftsmanship to art, and also the, the artistic citizenship so I just thought, put your reflections on doing good and doing good art. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so for me, um, doing good art is, for example, for, for so I'm working on a new film, so I'm, I'm very, uh, uh, just to give you an example, doing good art, right? So for me, it would be good art if I would be very ambitious and daring in the experimental side of this film, which is a kind of a mainstream product. So I have some ideas about how to experiment and challenge the audience in the seat with seeing something that they haven't seen like this before. So this this would be how I would judge the, the, the piece of art that I'm doing, if it's good or bad. I'm not reading any reviews. I'm not thinking about the, the audience numbers. I'm thinking about the, the success criteria, the artistic success criteria. So doing good is coming from that exact same spot because the reason why I, the, the next film is about co-addiction in a family with an alcoholic father. So it comes from the same place as the documentary I mentioned before. So, so, so there's absolutely no i mean these two these two concepts are the same for me completely and i I also think that if if they are not it will be very hard to teach at art schools if it doesn't come from the the place where the art comes from the doing good right but i think what is what is good art is it is is it something with aesthetics is it something with harmony? Is it something with credibility? Is it something that made you think? I'm, at the moment, I'm thinking a lot about something Dostoevsky wrote, that beauty will save the world. I've also been to a Nick Cave conversation with Nick Cave. He mentioned the same while asked, what should we do with all this chaos in the world? And I think it's so provocative, this, uh, mm-hmm. this statement. But also, I are attracted to it. But um, 
I think that these institutions we're working at are based on somehow aesthetic and uh, skills. Uh, and maybe there's another form that we haven't discovered yet that is good art, mm-hmm. some t- at the same time as it is doing some impact. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's an excellent question and, I, and, and it's pointing to this issue of, of quality that we have so long taken for granted. And, and I would want to, to respond by saying, well, whose quality is it anyway? Uh, and, and I think that's, a really, that's really important to say that, that uh, the definition of good is always coming from somewhere and from someone. And, uh, and we can think about quality in other ways. We can think about quality in terms of processes. Uh, and we can think of uh, quality in terms of its inclusionary potential. Mm-hmm. And I think we have to, to open up to other kinds of qualities than we usually have in, in the arts world. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Thank you. It was... <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. When you were talking about the past types of, of this view of the schools as institutions, what they've represented, where you're currently positioned, and then the future. Mm-hmm. So thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Marina? Yes, yes uh, I'm Marina. I'm also from RC, actually working with kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, I, I just I, I want to have a comment. I think it's a wonderful question, and I love but I think there's a major question behind this question that we should always ask ourselves is that why do we think that that is a more important question in our field than in other fields? Is what is good engineering that is not good for, for people? What is good research that is not good for anyone? What is good architecture that is bad for people? Why do we, I think, we should ask ourselves mm. that a question, why are we in a place that we, we more than other people, don't have to think about what is good mm. 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 Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah. 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 I'm curious about the regards of artistic entrepreneurship in that aspect that we have a pool of money, we have to get a return of investment, and I do feel like there's, I have a need for this, how to get funding, how to get some money back for this investment. Because it's not definitive and you know, I, I want to have more of like, this aspect. Can you... Uh, like, so elaboration is like, like a firm, I can buy stock, I can take partnership of this company, accelerate it, I can get a, a return on investment over like 10 years. I do not see the same in aspect towards this in artistic at the moment. So I'm curious about what your thoughts in regarding the artistic production and internal business. Yeah. Just to mention that if you were traditionally educated and actor, you were sitting at home waiting for the phone to call, do you want to come and play this role? So you were kind of the reproductive system of things that have already been done many times before. Julia have been played from Romeo and Juliet have been played many times. When you start to engage in your own uh, artship, your own visions, you go out and make a new space in society where people can enter and see new new things. You are your own brand. You are your own company. You say, go away, I'm here, I want to tell you this, I don't want to be Juliet again. So I think that's a value you can add to the society that you give new experiences to people. Okay, I think we need to let those words be the last words of this, uh, of this discussion. So, um, and again, I encourage you to, to join us again this afternoon where Christopher will be presenting his project uh, and Christina will be talking more about her, her, her film. So, so please do that. And then I would like to say thank you to the three of you. Very interesting points and I think we really, um, we really, um, yeah, it was not just uh, academic discussion. I think we were really <laughs> very much to the point of what, what it is. Uh, 
what it is about. I mean, what the arts, what these art schools can uh, can can how how they can develop to become more important cultural institutions in the future. So thank you for that, and thank you for coming. Thank you.